Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today. Visit their website at www.technologyexpresso.com. There you will find their broadcast with guests from all across the technology spectrum, their social media handles, and related content. So sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up Technology Expresso fast, hot, and intense. And hello, this is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman. <laughs> Uh, how is everyone today? Welcome to the first step in the 12-step process of going from entrepreneur, from employee to entrepreneur. I'm here today and with me is Felicia Phillips, the pink mogul. So hello, Felicia. How are you today? Hello, Jacqueline. Happy Monday. I'm happy to be here with you. This is exciting. I'm loving this segment that we're doing. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Yeah, we've been talking this up, and I am energized as well. Um, It's the beginning of a new year, and this is just dovetailing right into what we launched last year with the Pink Tech Summit. We had a lot of wonderful energetic and creative, innovative women come out, coming together, and with various business ideas, business opportunities. And this is just a way for us to continue both the dialogue and to keep them energized leading up to the 2016 Pink Tech Summit. Because when we come together a year uh, from a year from now, uh, from our first summit, we want to check in and see their progress, hear about their success stories. So um, our Pink Tech Summit will be a celebration. So with that, we've got a lot of work to do, and we've got 12 steps to help them make sure and engage that they're making great progress. So um, so excited to, to jump in and, and get started with this segment. So, you know, again, thank you for, for being with us. You've been very busy since the, the Pink Tech Summit, and you always have great things coming up and uh, different opportunities to, to coach uh, the women. So why don't you share with our audience, give us an update of what you've been up to. Well, the first thing I want to say is welcome, happy 2016, and save this date. Save September 30th, 2016, for the Pink Tech Summit uh, this year. I'm so excited about it. Uh, Jacqueline, you know, we've been uh, brainstorming, masterminding, really wanting to bring our women that are involved in Pink Tech something new and innovative this year um, and not make it just the same old uh, run of the mill that you get when you go to conferences. We want people to be engaged. And so I want to ask everybody to save the date September 30th. Uh, we will be having the Pink Tech Summit here in Atlanta, and we want you to be there. So what have I been up to, uh, Pink Tech? 
uh, we will be launching uh, the Pinkpreneur um, the Pinkpreneur Network, excuse me, on January 19th, and I'm really excited about that because we have a lot of people who are entrepreneurs right now who are looking to become full-time entrepreneurs. And so they need somewhere that they can feel safe, uh, that they can get reliable information and have resources available to them. Uh, you know, a lot of the women talked about that last year at PTEC. And so we wanted to make sure that we had that for them, uh, not just our women that are involved in technology, but just as female entrepreneurs uh, coming together and supporting one another. So really excited about that. We're going to be doing that, um, like I said, next Tuesday, January 19th at the Cleveland Denard Center here in Atlanta. We're going to get started at 6 p.m. So there's a lot going on. You know that uh, now we have the Pinkpreneur Academy for Entrepreneurship. We also have the Pink Tech Institute within that. Uh, the beautiful thing and what separates us from everybody else is our ability to give professional education credits uh, to be able to give PDUs, that makes a big difference, um, and having an actual campus. So not only do we offer classes online, but you can actually visit our campus, which we're going to be doing a tour of it next Tuesday, and you can take classes there in person with our instructors and our coaches, and I think that's just, I'm just excited about it. I think it's absolutely wonderful to be able to provide a learning environment and a place where you can always go. You, you know you don't have to ask where is it going to be, where are the functions, you know where it is, and you can always go there. So that's just a, a glimpse into what we have going on in 2016. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's all about nurturing um, and bringing collective knowledge and wisdom together on the, our various platforms and the Technology Expresso uh, blog talk and podcast platform is no different. It's an opportunity, like I said, especially with the Pink Tech, to keep the conversation dialogue, keep the energy level up. Um, so this is yet another one of our services and building up to our 2016 conference. You know, one of the things, and, and I'd like to share with our audience is about Pink Tech and First of all, there's a lot of oxymorons in the, the whole uh, mm -hmm. platform that we have here. Just because it's pink doesn't mean that it's only for women. The focus is on women and supporting women. And even at our summit, we had there were men that came out to support the women and their various endeavors. Um, so that's number one. You know, number two, when we talk about tech and technology, doesn't mean that you have to be a career, um, you don't have to have a degree in computer science at all. Right. It's just about <laughs> it's just about the world we live in. Technology, look around, left, right, up, down. Technology is embedded in just about everything we do. You hear the Internet of Things. It's because everything's getting connected. Whether it's your watch, your phone, your TV, uh, your microwave, your refrigerator, anymore. You know, even your car is connected to the 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 next generation of these tools are going to be connected to the Internet. So your um, technology is going to be embedded in your life, in your business, so you might as well embrace it, and that's what the, the whole Pink Tech is all about. So if you're on today's call and for any reason question whether you should be here or not, you definitely should be here. And, and the last thing that I wanted to emphasize, too, is that we talk about going from employee to entrepreneur. 
and uh, as Felicia mentioned, intrapreneur, and that's one of the things is that entrepreneur doesn't mean tomorrow you're ready to walk away from your company. Your company may and your career may be right on track where you want to be, but it's about a mindset, and that's something too that's coming with this age of innovation and technology. Is having that mindset. So what we're trying to take you from is just that employee where you're feeling like you're just punching a clock or you're just putting a widget in a, in a hole, going beyond that to being that knowledge worker and that person that is a critical thinker and bringing new and innovative ideas, whether it's to the company you work for or to your own company. And the more you practice at the company and in the career you're in right now, the more prepared you are when you are ready to launch. So speaking of launch, (laughs) Felicia, we're (laughs) going to launch right into, um, this is a 12-step, so there's 12 episodes, and we have uh, the list of, of topics. And one of the things we wanted to start everybody out with is when you start getting in that frame of mind, you're you're sitting on your job and you might have a, a great idea or know of a, a something that you want, a passion of yours that you want to pursue. The next thing you think is, I'm ready to leave this job or I'm ready to move on to that next phase. I'm ready to act upon it. And that's where that, that whole mindset of going from employee to entrepreneur. But there's some evaluation you have to do because Felicia from your background you, you I remember you telling the story you were almost born into uh entrepreneur it's in your blood so to speak and and it's it's a wonderful story and I don't know if you like to share parts of that with our, sure. our audience just so they know how you got into the world of entrepreneur absolutely absolutely you know I have this memory of uh walking in and I was about eight years old. It was my father and his brother, and they were all entrepreneurs, and they were talking about just the challenges they were facing. They were talking, you know, like we like to say the good, the bad, uh, and I say the indifferent. <laughs> and I remember just kind of sitting in the corner just imagining myself sitting at the table with them. Um, and then there was uh, my great-grandmother. My great-grandmother came to Atlanta. She um, grew up on a farm in the country. Uh, She decided she wanted to go to college, and so she told her dad, I want to go to college. You know, I have a dream of something bigger. And he told her, Maddie, you won't leave here unless you're married. Um, And so she got married, came to Atlanta, went to school at night, and um, got her GED. Now, here's the interesting thing. She not only had her business, uh, but she also worked as a maid. And she was the first person outside of my father that really took time to tell me that you can do anything you want to do. You create and manifest what it is that you see in your mind. And uh, she was, uh, oh, my goodness, amazing from the standpoint that it was almost as if she never slept. (laughs) And so I watched her. She was my muse. She was the one who kept me inspired. This woman Uh, you know, with no education, you know, coming, making the trip, coming here, fighting through um, spousal abuse to own a daycare, to um, own a salon, to buy land, to build houses, to one day show me uh, through her hard work that, hey, you can do it too. Don't let anybody tell you because you're a woman. 
if you're African-American, uh, nothing, there is nothing that you can do. And she didn't steal that. I remember uh, when I told her I had an idea, she was the first person. She invested $500 in my idea. I was only 16 years old. That made a wow. difference in me. You know, having um, those types of influences, I honestly did not see anybody really working a nine-to-five, right? So it's interesting when the pictures that that are formed in your mind uh, begin to unravel in your future, right? So as a child, I'm seeing this. Um, I left home at 17 and um, began to just live. And in one of the books, Pink Mastermind, I talk about how Someone blessed me with the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And what I quickly realized was that all the things that I had seen growing up, my father, my uncle, uh, talking, brainstorming, getting ideas, that was an actual mastermind, as we call it today. Um, my my great-grandmother being my accountability partner, my mentor, my coach, you know, I didn't know that what she was to me, but today in my position I realized uh, those are the, the people and the things and the ideas that formed uh, me and allowed me to be who I am today. That is amazing, and, and I, I love that story, and I, I feel like it will touch and resonate with a lot of people. And there's, there's a couple of key things that, that I take away. Is First of all, um, in showing you the life of an entrepreneur, they also showed you a lot of hard work. That, that it was yes, they did. As much as, you know, an entrepreneur, you can love what you, you do. You can be passionate about it. Um, but I always tell people there's aspects of it that you're not going to like that just have to get done. They're they're part of it, part and parcel. So it's not all fun and games or just no. doing the, the, the creative and, and fun parts of it. It's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, literally. <laughs> yes, and it I, is. You know, uh, I was going to share with you, I remember a lot of times when my dad wasn't home. You know, a lot of, you know, and I think that's the biggest piece, um, as you talked about mindset, Jacqueline. Your mind truly, that's the first thing you have to work on before you do anything else. If your mind isn't right in regards to, you know, sacrifice time, money, relationships, and we'll get more into that, um, you're right on the money. That's That's the first thing that you have to do. Absolutely, absolutely, and 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 you you know something that we will also dive in and is a part of this too because we talk about the pink entrepreneurs and people may ask or, or question well why can't it just be the entrepreneur series but I, I think you and I both being women uh, but having that understanding too is that women often are the entrepreneurs of their home so to speak they're running their home that's a business in itself. And and you know maintaining and and doing for the the family and that's an important commitment and then trying to balance out being a business entrepreneur there's a, a special balancing act that has to to go on so very much so and in having that support network. Um, both whether it's within your family, but also sometimes it's good to have things like the pink entrepreneur and the pink network um, to, to surround you. You need that uh, a biggest support system as you can garner, and sometimes 
only another woman who's doing that balancing act can really relate and and talk you through or someone that's been there can relate to what it is to be a a pink entrepreneur. So, and, and like I said earlier, we welcome the men who are listening so that they can also appreciate and look for some of the the ways that they can support those women. Um because it's so important. It's important to keep them healthy, both mentally and physically, and, and in so many other different ways. But you know, we, we have we have a lot of areas, which is why we've got a twelve part series to to go through to cover all of that. There's a lot of facets to it, and and you've been living it. And you know, I, I just want to share with our audience. That's why I liked kind of us being um, talking about it from two different perspectives. You kind of were born into it. You had those role models and those mentors and um, from the, the very beginning. And there's probably some people out here that are struggling because they didn't start out or their family doesn't come from that. Um, my family is from up north around the Ohio and the, the Detroit area, so um a lot of people probably can relate. Your family worked uh, around General Motors in or related areas around General Motors in the various uh, factories and that type of thing. And so you went in and you got a job and you worked that until retirement age. And, and that was the, the, the mindset is even if you went to college, get that one job and, and work that one job. But we live in an age of opportunity so people are starting to get that that itch or looking for that second life, you know, looking to make themselves over or to branch out. And that's where that kind of, I call it the, you know, the entrepreneurial itch. And that's where, that's my uh, perspective, and I can share, you know, some of the things that I've experienced. And I might even have some questions for Felicia along the way, but, <laughs> you know, interesting enough, working for a corporation, um, I always went in with the mindset of learning, you know, every job opportunity I took, I wanted to make sure that I was learning and growing and acquiring skills. And a lot of you know that's where my kind of business analyst uh, perspective came from, learning all those different aspects of the business, understanding how to read them and, and use critical thinking to help make the best business decisions. That's stuff that I can, are crossover skills that I can use mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur. But finding that that date that you want to say, finally let go of that safety net and then step out there, that's a big leap. And, and, you know, Felicia, you are a business consultant, so you talk to a lot of people that maybe struggle with that that crossover. And I don't know if you have some uh, thoughts about that. And, and, and talk about some of your, your clients, you know, at a generic level uh, that you see that maybe are in that space mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Well, here's and, and yes, to answer your question, yes, I do have clients that are in the workforce right now who are looking to become entrepreneurs, and so there is a balance there. So I'm going to go back to uh, what I talked about in regards to mindset, and I'm going to add this and having a a plan, a blueprint. You know, the the good thing is that. You, you do have a job, right? And so that can kind of sustain you as you begin to take your approach to entrepreneurship. But what you have to identify first is what am I willing to sacrifice? Because if you're not willing to sacrifice anything, then entrepreneurship is probably not for you because uh, 
here's the thing. You have a vision, um, and, and there's a process when you're developing your vision. Now, you're going to spend a lot of time doing that. You're going to do a lot of research. Um, the beautiful thing for people who do hire a coach like myself, it helps you to, it, one, it reduces your learning curve, which is going to save you a lot of money. Um, we help you to put a strategy in place so that you know who you are, what your talents are, who you serve, uh, what platforms you need to be taking advantage of, and where your revenue stream is coming from. You know, that's usually what causes the stress because you don't have clarity. And clarity is very important because it's going to make uh, your journey not easier but uh, a lot simpler because you know the direction that you're moving in. And so where people struggle is they don't have the clarity they need in order to move forward. So, you know, they may start on one project, not finish it, get frustrated, and then uh, a lot of people start out as solopreneurs, it's just them, and so they don't have anybody to talk to, um, they don't have anybody to bounce ideas off of, and which is where, you know, your coaching, your networking, your accountability partner comes in. So when I, when I work with uh, people who are in the workplace, the first thing I want to do is have a real conversation with them. One, why are they becoming an entrepreneur? What's, what's that driving force? that's even pushing them to look at entrepreneurship as an option. Uh, you know, so many people have gone through being laid off uh, from downsizing to companies uh, being uh, bought out and just different scenarios. So you want to be clear about why you're making this move because if you're making the move with the concept that this is going to be easier or you're not going to have to spend as much time, let me tell you, you need to stop right there. <laughs> stop stop right there cuz that is not the case at all. Absolutely, absolutely. And and that's a key to one of the first uh this this first topic for this first episode is being honest with your yourself. And, and something that you said, you know, you definitely mm -hmm. People sometimes find themselves where you're in a position, especially in today's job market and economy, and you see it a lot in the tech sector where, like you said, in, in our lifespan, we've seen companies come, explode, great success, and go just as quickly That's overnight. Right. They're, they're no longer there. And one of the things that is a, a theme that we're seeing and need to also instill in young people is sometimes you're going to have to make your own job. You're going to be the one that creates the next big thing, and you'll be employing people and providing those opportunities. It's not necessarily going to be these big names. Like, you know, I talked about General Motors and um, some of these others. I can name some companies, big companies that my uh, grandparents worked for that just don't even exist anymore. So it's going to be smaller companies that are going to be employing a lot of people. And, and like I said, sometimes if you find yourself floundering as far as not getting the, the callbacks that you expect, it's time to maybe start thinking uh, in, in that mindset um, that somewhere in your career, it may not be the first thing right out the door out of college, but somewhere in your career you may be creating that opportunity that, that what you consider your ideal job. So. That's important. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it may not be by choice, but it may be by necessity that we have to look at is entrepreneur 
ship and uh, something that I need to look at and pursue seriously if it's meant for you. Um, so th- that's one of the things that I want to reiterate about what you said. And the the other thing that I want to take a pause and, and talk to our audience. First of all, thank you uh, those who are joining us, uh, whether it's on your your lunch hour or just your you just taking a few minutes for a little bit of professional development. Um, and I want to welcome, especially uh, Sharon Simmons out of uh, Texas who was a part of the Pink Tech Summit and was one of our panelists. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so Sharon just dialed in, and, and I just want to say hello to her. And she's actually uh, going through her process, and we followed her. We had a series last year where she talked step-by-step step of how she built her team and her network of people Uh, through a series of just going out there, putting herself out there. And she created an app. She stepped into that tech space not being a techie. So there's a a lot to to learn from that, and you can check out the series in our archives. And I also want to – I'd be happy to acknowledge um, other people that are on the phone today – if you called in, you can press 1, and then you can pop into our call-in queue just so that we could see you. We won't force you to, to speak if you don't want to. If you do want to speak, you just press 1. And um, our my assistant, Jovan, she will um, check in on you and find out if you have a comment or a question for us on today's show. So that's just a, a little bit as far as how everything works. And um, if you'd like to to participate in today's show, but let's continue. And and the the last thing that I want to share with our audience, we're talking with Felicia uh, Phillips, known as the Pink Mogul, and the the founder and creator of the Pink Entrepreneur Network and the Pink Tech uh, Summit. So, and and I want to tell you how lucky you are that. Felicia, I have to say, you are so um, liberal and giving as far as advice and knowledge and and talking to people and 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 not everybody is like that. A lot of people they hold back that information, um, and it's all about you've got to to pay them in order to get any any inkling of information, whether you know whether it applies to you or not. But one of the things I do want to say to our audience, if what you hear, if if, if it resonates with you, that's just the tip of the iceberg of the type of advice Felicia can give you. She can give you so much more. So I think a lot of people think that they, especially with the Internet, there's a lot of free information, but there's at some point when you get serious about Becoming an entrepreneur, stepping out there, um, you know, putting everything out on the line where you need professional coaching, you need that that support system. So you've got to invest, so to speak. And then it goes back to something you said, Felicia. If you're not ready, you know, to to really make those investments and those types of things, then how serious are you? Because I, I always say, you know, you've got to differentiate between something that's a hobby and something that you are going to monetize and make a living and business out of. So just want to see your 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 thoughts on my my that's my editorial <laughs> comments in my opinion, but what what are your thoughts or what you, what would you like to add? Yes, I will say this. Um giving advice, listen, it was given to me, right? 
And so what I understand that whatever is for you is for you. Um, there's nothing that I can take from you or you can take from me, and we have to kind of get out of We have to get out of that mindset, not kind of get out. We have to get out of that mindset uh, because it's what's holding us back, especially as women. What we have to understand is that everybody has their own unique talent. And how you go about developing that talent and how you um, get in line with manifestation and lining yourself up in, in regards to what the universe is going to bring to you is opening your heart. It starts there. And so what, I've un- what I understand is that I'm a vessel, number one, and that my heart's intermission is to empower, empower female uh, entrepreneurs and to help women understand their position um, and how to use their talents. Technology is a big part of that because we have not fully learned how to leverage technology in order to increase our profits in our business. And I think that was one of the caveats with uh, Pink Tech is that we wanted to really show women how to leverage technology in their businesses because they're doing it already. They just don't have a plan for it that they can see a return of investment. Here's the other thing. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you need to have a budget. You need to, I mean, thinking that you're going to be able to start your business uh, with no money is a big misconception. Uh, Even with bootstrapping, you need money, right? So um, always have in mind that dollar figure, that budget. You know, start writing down what is it going to take to bring your vision, uh, your dream to fruition. And then say, okay, how am I going to achieve this? Because what you don't want to happen is to start moving on your path and money, not having enough capital, uh, be the thing to stop you. Oh, that's that's such a that's such a good point. And like I said, I, I kind of have my perspective too, not having just jumped straight out there into the entrepreneur. Um, arena but one of the things is that I did along the way learn early um to invest in where I was going whether it was in my career and or eventually that all paid off in 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 my opportunity to transition out into the uh, entrepreneur arena and by that what I mean is even when I was in corporate America I set aside dollars for my professional development. I got different certifications. I listened and followed the trends. I bought books. I had a budget where I set aside, no matter how small my income was early on, um, the minute I got out of college, I just continued to buy books on what was the the latest trends and and things that I just needed to know as I, I grew and developed. All of those were investments in myself. And and I'll tell you, Felicia, I've seen people in corporate America because we got spoiled at one time where a lot of companies were paying for training and conferences. And um, when that all dried up, people failed to adjust. And I saw people sit back and say, my company won't send me to training, you know, and, and just badmouth the company. But who's suffering you know, when other people are finding ways to go ahead and, and, you know, go ahead and get their post-secondary degrees, going ahead and getting certifications, and they're the ones that um, their resumes are getting the hit and they're getting the promotions and that type of thing. So who are you punishing? It's your it's your investment in yourself. And that, that it, so it starts there. If you, like you said, 
aren't budgeting to develop yourself professionally, then that's all already an indicator. You're not going to be able to jump out there and start a business, like you said, without investment. And in my mind, I often say, if you're not willing to invest in your uh, ideal or dream or passion, why should someone else be the first one to take, you know, that big risk? You know, you go out there and get, you know, zero, get 100% funding. So I think that that is so important, and that's a mind, that goes back to what we said, a mindset and good habits that you need to establish. Absolutely. You you have to do that. You you have to understand um, and be real clear about really um, the entire picture in regards to what you're doing, who you're serving, and how you're serving. Exactly. If you can't answer those those questions, I would encourage you to get with someone who can help you answer those questions. Um, Because all that happens, Jacqueline, and I see this all the time, is that frustration begins to set in. And, and we want to keep people away from that. We want to keep, you know, especially in the Pinkpreneur Network, um, I'm very um, I'm very conscientious because after over, it's 24 years that I've been doing this. Most people right now are in that zero to five-year category. And somewhere between year three and year five, things really begin to change, Right. Uh, because when you first start out, there's a level of excitement. You want everybody to know, hey, I'm in business. Then you start figuring out, okay, my my family's not supporting me because your friends and family are who you go to first. Um, then they don't support you or they don't buy from you. Um, okay, that's one thing. Then you say, okay, well, how do I reach the masses? Not really clear about that. You have some hit or misses. Then by that third, between that third and fifth year, you're wondering, what am I doing? (laughs) What am I doing? You know, what have I decided? You know, did I make a mistake? But you haven't. What you have to understand is what, what is your niche? Who do you serve? Exactly, exactly. You know, something, something that you, you touched upon is that in those initial phases, uh, a lot of it, you know, you're pitching these ideas to friends and family, you know. <laughs> you're kind of in your comfort zone, so to speak. And and mm-hmm. that's one of those transitions from that, that hobby into a business. And I, I've seen a couple of things. We saw it at the, the Pink Tech Network, is that people start venturing out, extending your network, combining with other networks, you know, building – Test it out on the open market, so to speak. But this is where the tech part of Pink Tech comes in, too, is we are playing with a whole different playing field than a lot of entrepreneurs that started out 10, 20 years ago and that with resources like the Internet, you go global at the click of a button, literally, exactly. you know, and 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 so you know, there you have to think about in terms. You've got to get out of your comfort zone. It's not for the lack of there being opportunities. The next thing is you got to get it. And I have to give <laughs> credit to Sharon, who's on the phone. You got to get it out of your head. She has a, a book she wrote, "Get That App Out of Your Head," because that's what she did. She came up with an idea for an app, and she had to figure out what she needed to do to get it 
it out of her her head. So uh, <laughs> that was uh, that wasn't intentional, but it, it just came to me mm-hmm. as I was talking. And, and people have to to move past their their comfort zone. And, and maybe you can maybe you have some thoughts when we talk about comfort zone and what what you've seen. And um, do some people sometimes get stuck there? And maybe that's when you realize being an entrepreneur isn't for you. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so let's talk about comfort zone. So what keeps you in your comfort zone? Fear. Fear keeps you in a comfort zone because the one thing about being an entrepreneur is that that you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Uh, There is no room for comfortability in entrepreneurship. And so what you have to do, and, you know, it's interesting, I say have insane belief, insane belief because, Everything you do is going to take you outside of your comfort zone. Does that make sense? Wow. You're meeting people. <laughs> you're meeting people you've never met before. You're doing something you've never done before. Uh, you're setting the status quo. You're resetting the, the the benchmark for yourself. Right. All of that puts you back sometimes in a comfort zone because fear begins to begins to set in. So you got to figure out how to slap fear in the face and really learn how to every day say, I'm doing this. Every day look in the mirror and say, I've got this. I possess the talent, the ability, and the work ethic to get outside of my comfort zone, to go knock on doors, to pick up the phone and call people, you know, to embrace maybe some ta- some techniques and strategies that I've never embraced before, to talk to people I've never talked to or even thought about talking to before. So in order to be able to step outside your comfort zone, you've got to have some type of foundation, some type of belief system, something that drives you that when you begin to feel uncomfortable, you can move past that feeling and do it anyway. Oh, that is that is excellent, excellent advice. As you, as you were talking, I was thinking that almost uh, it, the underlying definition of an entrepreneur is trying things that you've never tried before on a daily basis. It, it, it's just literally waking up each day and you are inventing your your path and your way. And it should have a level of being uncomfortable because you should be treading on new territory. Um, so, you know, that that's so important. And I think some people might look and think that, well, you might have the personality for that or you might, you know, entrepreneurs and, 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 and even myself, when I have to do, which I, I do my fair share of public speaking, I speak in front of students and corporations all the time, but there's a certain level of still the nerves that I get right before going out there. And I remember uh, when I first got into this and in the whole training realm um, with B2T training and training business analysts, um, I was talking to a senior instructor, and I said, when does the butterflies go away? And she said, no, the butterflies are okay. That just means that you really care about what you're doing and want to do a great performance and, and want to do a great delivery. And I thought, and I've always held to that, that lean into the butterflies. It's okay. It's just your body's way of saying, okay, getting that adrenaline up and, and getting you ready to go out there and do the best that you can can do, um, even when it's new territory. Um, so I think that, that that's important. 
And again, I tie back and forth. If you're on your job right now and you're just staying in a safe zone, you're never going out there and trying something new, proposing something new. You're just that person that just sits back and, and complains day after day. <laughs> and Felicia, you probably hear your yeah. first share of people. They just want to <laughs> complain. And sometimes I'm thinking, you're not you're not changing the game. If you're not changing the game, right. a place where you're you're getting paid, you're still gonna get a paycheck for. What chances are you gonna take out here? You, you, I mean, do you ever feel that way too? Listen, oh my goodness, I can't. First of all, let's let's just you know real talk. How many times I've been I've been scared? I I can't even begin to count them. Right? How many times has fear have has fear met me at the door? Um, when I begin, when I'm getting ready to stand face to face with a situation I never thought I would encounter, good, bad, or indifferent, tons of times. Uh, but here's the thing: there's something in my soul. I talk about mastering your mind, your heart, and your soul. Your soul uh, in our stomachs. That's where we process as women. We process every, process everything there. So, have you ever been in a situation, you know, where you feel your stomach get uneasy or it begins to turn? You've got to dig deep within yourself. That's why I say belief and faith is you have to have insane belief belief as an entrepreneur because that's what's going to move you past the mark. That's what's going to move you past the fear. Is being able to reach down in your gut and, and just know without a shadow of a doubt, I got, I was born for this moment. Oh, that's awesome. That is is awesome. And, you know, I, I want to relate um, something that recently, you know, never expected someone to introduce me, but um, it, it was actually Coop uh, from B2T and mentioned or, or used the word expert in the same sentence with my name. And he was saying that I'm an expert at what I do. And I joked and, and said that it's not that I'm a – I said by definition of expert, you mean someone that's made their fair share of mistakes and gotten back up? That would be me, right. yes. <laughs> I am an expert <laughs> at that because, yes. you know, you are going to make some mistakes. You're going to make some flubs. You may get embarrassed, all of that. But, you know – I look and say, I survived it. <laughs> I'm still standing. Right. I'm still here. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know what? Your your experiences, the mistakes you make along the way, uh, I've heard it said, you're just failing forward. Uh, mm. It is just chalk it up as a lesson learned, uh, one that, you know, may have been expensive, may not have been expensive, but guess what? You got to make mistakes. That's part of the learning process. That's part of the refining process. It's just like silver. Silver has to go through a process. It has to be heated. It has to be refined. You know what? That's going to happen with you too as an entrepreneur. I don't care what you do. If, if you're moving to the next level, even in the workplace, there is a process with that. There is some refining that goes along with that. So it's just like, you know, your mama used to say, if you can't, take the heat, stay out of the kitchen, if you're not ready to be promoted, to be prepared, to reach the peak point in your life, don't go there. 
Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, I, I want to make a quick point, but I, I do want to say hello and, and open up the, the mic for uh, Sharon and, and see uh, if she has anything to, to add along the way, because she, too, has had real-life experience. And, and we always enjoy uh, hearing from uh, Sharon. You know, one of the things that you said, too, uh, you know, failing forward, absolutely. And another uh, term I've heard is failing fast, because I think some people think that they can avoid it. Somehow they can avoid it. And what I think people sometimes, and I've seen this a lot in the technology sector, is that they see uh, the Mark Zuckerbergs or, you know, uh, the Bill Gates, and they think that, oh, look how easy it was. They invented this thing, and it took off, and the world loved it. Okay, you are fooling yourself, and you need to read a book (laughs) and read their stories. Because they'll be the first to tell you about how many people doubted them and, and even they alienated and, and, you know, the different ups and downs and hard decisions they had to make. Um, and so it's a it's a process. And I say, you know, you know the, the process has a way of testing you. You know, when you're in corporate America, there's different tests you, you go through, whether it's different people and personalities and the corporate culture and the politics well, on the flip side, when you're going out there and stepping out there as an entrepreneur, you, you've got different tests and hurdles you're going to go through. And some of it is do you have the guts, the tenacity, you know, the wherewithal, do you believe in yourself, you know, that type of thing. And you're going to have people who doubt you, the naysayers, the same thing. So don't think that you're leaving corporate America or leaving your day job for something that's going to be easier and everyone's just going to throw rose petals in your path and say, yes, go forth and be an entrepreneur. It, 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 it's quite the opposite, I think, sometimes. But you got to find that, 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 that deep down um, um, passion. But uh, with that said, I'm going to have Sharon chime in, and then uh, and we'll continue our conversation as we're talking about the pinkpreneur and stepping out, going from employee to entrepreneur. So your mic is open. Hello, Sharon. Hello. How are you? Hi, Felicia. Hi, Jacqueline. Hi. How are you? Hello. Yes, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm just sitting here listening to the show and enjoying and also taking notes. <laughs> you, you know, you are, and this is, I think, uh, part of our one of our underlying messages, you are a lifelong learner. You are always open. Mm-hmm. You know, you've had success in your own right, but you're still listening, tuning in, learning, absorbing, applying. So th- this is why you are successful. So first of all, thank you, you know, for joining us today. Ab- absolutely. I, I kind of wanted to add to what Felicia was saying. Um, you have to come out of your uh, comfort zone. Um, but for me, what I've done is I have created another area for that comfort zone because you still need it. So what I've done is I've actually um, – created a a self-talk, a self-love talk. You know, in your mind, there's a lot of mind chatter going on. Girl, you sure you're going to do this? Girl, you don't know what you're doing? Girl, come on, they ain't look. All that negative talk, you have to change the, the mind uh, or, or the, the, I want to say mind talk. You want to ch- change the conversation to yourself. And you have to love yourself. You have to have loving thoughts to yourself. And then at the end of the day or at the beginning of the morning, um, it's always good to do some meditation because 
if you start off with meditation, it kind of sets the tone for the day, and it also closes the day. So um, I was just kind of adding on to what Felicia was saying um, about the comfort zone. Now, I'm the type of entrepreneur that that will jump off a cliff and create an umbrella as I go down. <laughs> so, so those bullet points that you have to create, um, uh, deciding that you're going to come out of corporate America, uh, coming up with a budget, um, coming up with a, a very viable plan, all those things are very, very important. I just happen to be of a different cloth. And I actually just um, jumped out there and said, hey, I want to do it. And as I was going, I actually found a way to get it done as I moved towards my vision. Um, And just quickly, I wanted to add to the background that I came from. Um, Both of my parents, uh, one went to Gramlin University and the other one went to Prairie View. And my parents uh, worked in corporate America uh, one was unionized and one was just corporate, but um, I, for some reason, I didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't catch on to that. Um, I've, I was always a creative person, and to this point in time, I'm 55 years old now, and I'm, I have actually waited to this time in life to be able to do my thing, because I, I, I missed a lot of things through the years of growing up a young adult, uh, I, I didn't go to college. I, I worked a lot. You know, I did that single nine-to-five kind of job, and was my father liked to say, don't get trapped in a job. And I used to always hear that in the back of my mind, don't get trapped. Well, I found myself trapped in a job. So this is the reason why I became a different type of entrepreneur and, and just actually saying, this is my time, and I'm going to go for it. Absolutely, absolutely. That pretty much is, you know, (laughs) the reason for my madness. (laughs) You know what, and and I'm glad that you shared that with us, but I'm going to tell a little secret about you, Sharon. You know I know your secret, so (laughs) I'm going to behave, but I do want to say a couple of things. But thank you for sharing that with us. Because, and I'm sure Felicia yeah. feels the same way. There's more than one way to kind of um, uh, approach it. And, and I even, uh, I was putting a Twitter post out there, and I was telling our audience is that there's no silver bullet, there's no one way. But that's why we have these dialogues with each other to share the, the, the different um, perspectives. And and one of the things that I wanted to share about Sharon, too, is that something that I really admire about her approach, too, though, she knows how to network like no one's business. And she <laughs> finds people, if there's an area that she doesn't know, because go back to she is not a techie, but she created an app. Her claim to fame is the app she created. and And she knows how to get the right people around her, and build the right team. When it came time for coming up with a a strategy, a business plan, an approach, marketing, PR, she gathered people. She found people. They found her when she shared her idea and passion. And she has that personality um, and perseverance that she put herself in the right places that when these people heard what her idea, they were ready to get aboard. And and that was not because she was – 
paying them, you know, high salaries. But at that point, it was just that she knew how to sell her idea to people. And so that's what I would say, Sharon, to to augment your uh, approach. I love that description of, you know, (laughs) jumping out the plane and then creating the parachute. But you had an eye and a neck for finding the right people that had those different resources to build that that, um, parachute. And that's what people have to understand when when you say that. It's not that you stayed, you know, in in a back room with this great idea and just somehow miraculously um, things happened. You you got out there. You put yourself out there and and put your your concept out there. And and, and exactly. Yeah, and, and and Felicia, any anything that you want to to add or, or share along the lines of of what Sharon has talked about? Uh, one of the things I picked up on it is that Sharon said she was ready at this point in her life, and I mm-hmm. think that that made uh, all the difference. That makes all the difference. You have to know that you're ready mm-hmm. because it's yeah. a lot involved in. Being an entrepreneur, whenever you are striking out on a new path, you have to be ready. And if you, when I was listening, I could hear confidence um, in in her voice and that she knew exactly what it was that she wanted to do. That makes a big difference. And I think people have to stop uh, comparing themselves. You you cannot compare. If you start out looking at, uh, you had mentioned Jacqueline. Uh, you know, looking at Mark Zuckerberg or just whoever you're looking at, Oprah, it doesn't matter. Um, stop doing that because mm-hmm. you have your own path. And when you begin to compare yourself to other people, uh, your journey is not their journey. Your vision is not their vision. And so the way you're going to bring it to fruition has nothing to do with them but everything to do with you. So concentrate on you. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to get tunnel vision. Um, and really just focus in and stop looking at what other people are doing and stop jumping on other people's bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are so right. And, you know, the the, the, the saying, um, I'm paraphrasing, but you are the only one that can do you, you know, so and, and let other people, you know, take find their path and find your unique path and, and your voice. And, and like I said, these platforms are for sharing, and it's to validate. Someone out there, maybe in corporate America like myself, some of them might come where, like, uh, Felicia, it's in her blood. Some might be like Sharon, where you've worked years on a job, but still, when it's time, it, it's funny when you were telling your story, Sharon, you know, it was the parents' voice in the back of your head. Sometimes we get advice or input, and a lot of times it's from family, and we catalog it or we, we, we save it, and, and then when we're ready for it, it comes to the forefront, and then you're able to, to run with it. But it was important for you to have different life experiences, and at the heart of it all, still, your your worth ethic, and, um, you know, you invested the, the time and the energy when you were ready to make it come to fruition, and, it, and it's definitely paid off for you. And I, I want to tell our audience, you're going to hear more of Sharon's story um, She's going to do a. She's going to come back with us, and in March we're going to have a show where we talk about success and our success series called Unstoppable. And Sharon's going to be our March featured uh, person. And so 
tune back in. And, and Sharon, you can jump in on any of our calls anytime and, and add your, your insight and input. We, we're always happy to, to have you, always happy to talk with you. So Absolutely. just anything, any last comments you'd like to make? No, I really appreciate you um, allowing me to come and speak on your show. It's good to hear your voice, um, Jacqueline and Felicia. I see you on Facebook and Twitter, but it's good to hear your voice, you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And and you may, I don't know if you were able to make it on the first part of the call, but Felicia announced the date for our 2016 Pink Tech Summit, and that is September 30th. And so mark your calendar, save that date, and uh, yeah. we can't wait to see you too and, and hope to there. see you even soon. I'll be there awesome. in peace. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Sharon. Um, and Felicia, so why don't you? Why don't we take a, a few minutes to to pause and let our audience, you know, know about the Pink Tech Network and also how do they connect with you via social media? Sure. Uh, so the Pinkpreneur Network uh, is just that. It is the pink. It is pinkpreneurnetwork.com. Um, we are launching our membership. We're opening that up on January nineteenth. Uh, because we want to really provide a new way of collaborating and really just begin to change the mindset of female entrepreneurs and what's really available to them. Um, And you can connect with me on all social media platforms at The Pink Mogul, or you can simply go to FeliciaPhillips.com. Absolutely, absolutely. And we want people to know, again, through our outreach, through the uh, shows like ours today, um, and you can – Tweet with us, hashtag Pink Tech Cafe. Um, we'd love to hear your comments, love to know if your experiences were similar to us, love to know if you have any questions. This is a 12-part series, and we'll continue to talk about the whole pilgrimage from employee to entrepreneur. What are the uh, challenges? What are some of our experiences? What are some of the pitfalls? I say Felicia kind of did the the big bang where she was kind of it was in her blood and she's pursued it and has 24 years and 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 through those 24 years um, there are um, many facets and ups and downs of of her experience that she can share with you and then myself I kind of spent uh 24 years in corporate America but at the same time, I had an underlining plan. Uh, a lot of I learned early on that people say that you have about three careers in your lifetime. The typical person yes. has three careers, <laughs> and you know, um, I, I have to say, you know, all of us, whether we admit it or not, you know, we, we watch some form of, of television, and and you know, we watch the different actors and musicians and stuff like that. And I've always admired those people that could reinvent themselves, that had that longevity. Yeah. And speaking of which, I have to give a shout-out uh, to David Bowie, who, who passed. But you talk about someone who could reinvent himself and, you know, could shapeshift, so to speak, in different genres, you know, he is one of those people. But, you know, that's something that we have to do again. I talked about my family coming from that General Motors background. You cannot let yourself, and Sharon mentioned it too, get stuck. And so I, I want to ask Felicia your your thoughts about when you see people who in their, their mouth is saying they want to step out there, 
but you're looking and, and seeing all the signs that they're really stuck. So when do people, what do you do? Sometimes you have to have that uh, <laughs> that tough love to say, now, are you really serious? Because sometimes, and you and I have talked about this, people reach out to career, uh, not just career coaches, but uh, to coaches to help them start a business, but they're really not ready. So you as a coach, when do you know, when people aren't really ready, they're talking about it. They maybe even, you know, have hired you. But w- when do you really give them that tough love speech? What are what are some examples? Yeah, I can tell you right off the bat when they don't do the work. <laughs> you know, I'm not. It's not my vision. I'm not going to do the work for you. I'm here to guide you um, through the process. Um, and so, when people don't want to do the work then I know they're not serious uh, about moving forward. Because when it's, when it's your baby and you're ready to give birth to it, you'll, you'll do the work. And that's a, a key sign. If I'm giving assignments, if there's instruction and you don't follow through, then I know you're not ready. That is that's such a good point, and 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 I'm I'm sure, and, and you've experienced it. You know, people probably have a hundred and one good reasons, great reasons why they can't do it. But that's in in part, you know, being an entrepreneur, there isn't a, a clock, there isn't anyone that's going to tell you you need to do this at this time, you know. But you have to know what you need to do, and however you need to work your schedule, your time, all the other things you're juggling. Because, um, you know, doing the homework that a coach assigns, that's just, you know, that that's just a tip of the iceberg. Once you own your own business, um, there are going to be a million things that you need to do, yes. and you are going to have to work and juggle your time. I, I think that that is, in itself, is one of the huge challenges of going from, from corporate to um, entrepreneur. Now, there is no doubt when I was in, in corporate, there was no such thing as a 40-hour day, period. That that was a, a known entity. That was something that, you know, there's this myth called work-life balance uh, that every company sells you. But when you get to a certain point, certain level, um, you know, you're, you, you, it goes, spills over into the evenings and weekends and holidays but in Felicia, you being an entrepreneur for 24 years, you know, that's the story of your life. So work-life balance, you know, you're probably at all times. <laughs> exactly. Every time I get tickled. Like, right. What is that? <laughs> right. You don't know paid holidays. You don't. You know what I mean? It's it's like so. It's almost like you probably get into that grind where you have to force yourself to take time off. It's probably the yeah. the the other uh, end of the scale. You know, I I um, I want to say it was. Um, oh my goodness! It was the it was one of the um, ladies on the Shark Tank. And they asked her the same question about work-life balance. She said, I don't know what that is, but here's the deal. My family knows when and when not to call me. (laughs) You know, they have, you know, they have to get it all out between this time and that time, and then we'll revisit again later on in the day. Um, But I think that the balance is this, is that as as a female entrepreneur, especially if you are, 
uh, a mother or a wife, um, or even if you just have other responsibilities, whoever's in your life, your significant other, whoever it is, you have to be transparent. You have to be just straight up honest uh, about your time, about what it is that you're doing, what your expectations are. You have to lay everything out on the table because no two days are alike. You're right. So, you know, I get tickled. Um, I always say, wow, they're new to this uh, when people start talking about work like that. Now, now you can create, you know, a balance. There are certain things that I do in order to have balance within me, which is my meditation in the morning, spending time with myself in the morning. You know, there are some certain things that you do that keep you in line so that you right. can be successful. Um, but what happens is you, you tell people, you know, there's a balance. You can create this balance, and then when they don't, they think there's something wrong. There's nothing wrong. That's life. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of time management, I've got to check myself right here because <laughs> we, yeah, right. we've had, I was like, oh, we've got, look at all this time we have. No, we've eaten up our time today, yes, but it was, I, I got so involved, and you know how excited I I am about this series, and we have a lot of great things. And I know you as an entrepreneur, you've got uh, other things that you've got to jump on. And so, Felicia, first of all, thank you so much for your time today. Um, And um, I I understand completely if you have to to jump off, but I just want to say to our audience, uh, we've been speaking with Felicia Phillips, uh, the pink mogul. You can follow her on Twitter at at the pink mogul. And again, Felicia is does personal uh, coaching. If you're thinking about stepping out there and need uh, some one-on-one, uh, please follow up with Felicia and find out more about her and or where she'll be speaking soon. Stay tuned for our other episodes where we are talking about how to monetize your idea, how to take it from a hobby into how to get people to pay you for what you do, being, again, realistic. We we talked yes. about homework, and one of the things I want you to take away uh, as part of your homework is do a self-evaluation. Look at yourself, really do an inventory, and find out are you ready. And come back to us with some questions. You can email questions to technologyexpresso at gmail.com. But with that, we're about to wrap up another episode. One of the things that I want to say to uh, everyone, too, is networking is so important. Get out there. We talked about the Pink Tech Network, the Pinkpreneur Network. Please get out there and and network. And I also want to introduce my corporate people to another uh, professional network, the Professional Diversity Network, and especially shout-outs to my uh, people in the South, uh, in I'm sorry, the Midwest region, VDPA. Um, there's an event coming up sponsored by the Professional Diversity Network, um, and here's just a, a word from the Professional Diversity Network as we wrap up today's show. Hello, everyone. It's Jerron Grant from Technology Espresso, and I wanted to stop by and share with you all a great organization that I stumbled upon. The Professional Diversity Network wants better jobs for all Americans. When you join this network, you will increase your chances of getting hired, working the job that you love to do. 
Find a job that works for you at a company that's recruiting talented, diverse professionals. Visit www.prodivnet.com. The Professional Diversity Network also works with companies and organizations that specifically look to hire women, Hispanics, African Americans, LGBTs, military veterans, Asians, and professionals with disabilities. Create a profile today and start applying for jobs. Find your perfect opportunity and match. Also, check out the new tool, Resonate, that will help score your resume. You can also view the professional diversity calendar for events and job career opportunities in your town. To find out more about jobs, careers, and networking events, go to www.prodivnet.com. And also follow the Professional Diversity Network on Facebook and Twitter. The upcoming events include January 18th at the Minneapolis Convention Center, February 9th at the NBC Suites at the Dallas Market Center, and February 23rd at the NBC Suite, Crystal City, Washington, D.C. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com for a full list of broadcast archives, social media handles, and upcoming shows. Keep up with Technology Expresso while on the go by texting the word LAUNCH to 41411. That's texting the word LAUNCH to 41411. Thanks again, everyone, and remember, listen, learn, leverage, launch.